Welcome to the Black Men Think Podcast. If this is your first time here, know that the views and opinions expressed by the Black Men Think Podcast, are those of the Black Men Think Podcast and not the individual members. With that being said we're about to be unapologetically, undeniably black. Enjoy. So hey, uh, I just got one question. What's your thoughts about these corporations saying they support Black Lives Matter? <laughs> you you uh you mean like Roger Goodell in the NFL? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I stand with Cap. As I said it, y'all heard y'all heard Man, it. We know what time it is. Right. It's 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 Basura. Like, come on, dog. Seriously. Like, mm. like, like, let's 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 really let's really dive in. Because we, right, we don't need your virtue you know, signal. We don't need your virtue nah, signal. We don't nah, need bruh. that. What we need, nah, don't, man, nah. don't, come with it. Come with Listen, it, Mo. Don't, don't jump on the bandwagon now. Like, end of the day, we don't need to hear nothing from the NFL except Colin Kaepernick has been offered a position or offered a QB, QB role with such and such a team. Or Colin Kaepernick has been offered a front office role with so-and-so. Or Colin no, Kaepernick. It. Colin Kaepernick yeah. has joined the NFL front office to advise Bam. us on black and diversity programs, period. Bam. Make it and happen. by the way, he he works for insert any NFL team. Come on now. Mm. Like that's what it is. Bam, because bam. We we not we're Shots not coming fired. right. We're not coming for these situations where you want to come back when it's when it's when it's when it's hot, when there's nah, a bandwagon, bro. and when I mean look. We've been saying Black Lives Matter the whole time. <laughs> like, I mean, like, Facts. The, the, like the, right. the, 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 the party's been going on. And y'all just got here right when the DJ is, is about to close down the set. And y'all, <laughs> and y'all wonder, I mean, I'm just, I don't mm. know, man. Like, I'm not trying to joke and make no joke around this. I'm saying I find it a little offensive to see so much virtue signaling, signaling going on where statements are being made because that's the right PR move. That's what it all we is. All it's PR. No, yeah. what this is about. George, George Floyd is becoming a PR move. It really is like for a lot of people. It, it's it's disgusting. Yeah. It's on the back of a black life. You know what I'm saying? Breonna Taylor, Maude Arbery, so many other names and, and, and the moment is becoming a PR stunt. It's like, bro, when I started receiving emails just from, like, random people, these random corporations that, don't get me wrong, right? Because on one side, it, you know, if I, if I just want to play devil's advocate for a second, on one side, I can appreciate the acknowledgement, especially being the one person on this podcast who was, like, made mention that I didn't receive any acknowledgement from any white people. I do want to let y'all know that a yeah. couple of people have reached out indirectly it hasn't clearly said anything but said something but you know i i read through the message and understood that was their way of letting letting me know that we understand that this might be a tough time so whatever i i, I get that and i appreciate that but um i i think that that's their attempt to you know just give some type of acknowledgement like hey we we know what's going on out here right but to me it truly feels like it's not genuine. It feels like, oh, we have to do this as opposed to we mm. want to do this. You know what I mean? Well, so so that that so is the obligation 
because that's because what you're saying is like they felt the obligation, right? Yeah, but yeah. It might not necessarily really been how they felt in their heart. Do we or should we feel a certain type of way about somebody approaching that with an obligation as opposed to like a genuine, a real genuine vibe? And it's just a question. You know, I'm not I'm not making a case for them. Trust me. But mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just saying. I mean, I think that's a that's a really good question. I like the framing of that. I think it's 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 complicated and I don't want to be the oh, it's 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 not black and white. So it's nuanced and all that. I mean, that is who I am. I mean. But the reality is, it is complicated because on the one hand, there are those who come to the table and they just get it. Then there are those who come to the table and say, you know what? I don't get it. Teach me. Then you get those who basically, because they're dragged along through that process somehow, they come to the understanding that they should have had uh, the whole time. And that's a that that's a wide spectrum. So... On the one hand, I I understand why most of these co- corporations are doing what they're doing. I don't necessarily agree with it. My hope is that many of them eventually get to a place of where, because they've had to put this statement out, that they're going to be held accountable to it. But I think overall, what rubs me the wrong way is how it's just, I mean, like, it was weird, bro. It was just, I mean, it, it, it was one statement after the next statement, after the next statement, after the right. next statement, after the next statement, after the next statement. Yeah. And I was yeah, like, it was like Yo, a flood, right? Is, it was a flood and it was weird because, wait, so now everybody is riding with black people and Black Lives Matter? Right. Like, it, like, like right. literally, literally right. At, at, at almost like a flip of a switch? That, that's, that, oh my gosh, that's, that's the perfect, that's exactly what it felt like. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and and for me, are we supposed like, to believe that? Exactly. Um, I, yeah, I, I, it, I, that's I, tough, bro. That's tough because I hear what y'all are saying, and, and honestly, I'm, I I don't believe it wholeheartedly. Um, but I do feel that some some of these folks are just responding the only way they know how. Like what I really think happened, Ooh, bro, is that's good. okay, okay. You know what okay. I really think happened is that a um. An email went out, a suggestion from a PR firm said, like, hey, an email went out. If you don't have a message, if you don't have a message. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, you just, hold on, hold on. I got to interrupt you because you said an email went out. Is this like the national white email? He said, he said oh. the e-blast. Oh, he said yeah. the e-blast went out, right? Like, the one, e-blast. Atten- yo, attention. They got, they got the Atten- robocall. Atten- attention. Attention to white people. <laughs> the email went out that said, uh, all right, y'all, we, we, oh. we got we to gotta say something. We can't just like let this ride out. Like, and, 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 and we're making fun of it, but honestly, you know, this how these things go. The truth right. is, we've been in this position before, right? That's just, it is what it is. So normally what happens, we get upset about it. We protest for a day or two. Something else big happens in the news. It gets swept under the rug. And then every, the world starts moving on. Like, unfortunately, but this is just the truth. The world starts moving on. And when I say that, I mean from a a grand perspective we all of course there's black lives matter what you're saying is the news cycle jd you're saying the news yeah. cycle it follows a news cycle it follows it's not so much cycle. that this is how like people think about it it's the it's the right. idea is it's on a news cycle so therefore the when news the news cycle. dictates it's something else to pay attention to 
then people shift their attention to whatever the news cycle dictates. Absolutely. So let's be clear, black 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 men think listeners. We're not saying that this don't matter. We're saying that these 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 things oftentimes follow a news cycle. Right. 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 Correct. And so a news. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. So now we've been in this season for what maybe about two weeks now. I feel like yeah, about two, two three weeks. weeks. Yeah. Yeah. And it's at that point now where where you know people are looking around like, whoa, hold on, they ain't backing down. Like this is yes, sir. Mm. This this is oh we're here like this is for for the sake of the conversation the new COVID nineteen right like COVID nineteen mm. took over the news cycle where that's the only thing that you saw that's the only thing that you thought about like now this is where we're at now and so now the reality is we can't just be quiet because our businesses are really getting affected so that that email went out that said hey y'all got to start sending out emails and start making statements. And then we start getting some people <laughs> like like Mo, uh, your man Drew Brees, who who makes statements. <laughs> it ain't the right statements, Listen, bro. Like I said, I stand <laughs> with Cap. Listen, bro. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, first of all, let's let's just make it known. This is ATL. Uh, first and foremost, right. And this don't even have this don't even have nothing to do with football, you know. But granted, on any given day, Drew Brees being mentioned in this city with any AT alien or anyone relatively close to Atlanta, uh, Georgia, you know, we don't rock with Drew Brees. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you would desire in a moment during this time in the country to, to come on, to desire, move, come on, to desire. move, <laughs> to move attention to what you perceived as an issue with the national, with the, with the American flag like you are tone deaf, bro. Like you're, you're Man, bro, beyond... the American flag was never even a part of this whole. It was not even a like, part. I mean, I mean, let's look. I, I don't put Mo, yo Mo. I don't put Go no ahead. respect. I don't put no respect on a certain someone that sits at that sits at sixteen hundred Pennsylvania Avenue at this moment. But Facts. even he didn't make this about the flag at the moment. <laughs> like even he Facts. didn't say that this is about a flag. That's real. And you, That's real. And you felt you needed to say. This was about a flag? Please. Come on, man. What yeah, were you thinking? Bro, that, was, that was garbage, man. And, and and he he deserved every bit of heat that he got. Like, straight up. Let me just say it's plain and clear. This is the Black Men Think podcast. All right? And this is a black man's thought. When white people show you who they are in terms of racism or in terms of a, a bent perspective, white privilege, all that stuff, let them feel that burn, man. Like mm-hmm. Yes. Like, yes. Cause you know what, you know what, you know what's gonna teach them more than more than anything when that bag start getting messed up. And 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 here's what I said about Drew Brees, when he realized that his entire career was at the <laughs> mercy of black. It was like people. a life or the, a out of uh, out of body moment, like a, like a, no, like no, a, his life flashed up. before him. <laughs> think about this. Think about this. This man has he literally holds I think what all the records. In terms of football, like like the you know arguably, I mean obviously Tom Brady is Tom Brady, you know, whatever. I'm not even gonna go into that. But you know, as a, as like in terms of the numbers, like Drew Brees is the quarterback. This man's career is based on throwing to black players, being you know defended or or, or blocked you know uh, by black players, running backs being black players. You know what I'm saying? Uh, a black city like. 
like man, black Orleans, city bros. Some of the blackest black culture in America is from New Orleans. Listen, and when and and when all that joint got flushed down the toilet, bruh, talking about the fear that came out of that man, the, the the humility, the respect that came out of that man. But here's my thing. Here's here's what I have. A, here's I got a real question for y'all, right? The statements that he made instantly, right? Like like like. And granted, I don't know you, Drew Brees. You might be a man of character and a man of, of faith and, and X, Y, Z and all the other positive stuff that we can think of to say about you, whatever, who cares? At the end of the day, you might actually have a genuine heart that if you hurt somebody, it's going to hurt you. And and, and I, I respect that. But I do not believe for the life of me that you were able to put together the words that came out in your statement because because of your because of who you are because of who you showed that you are in terms of your belief in the moment that you thought it was appropriate to mention the flag the, i don't think mm-hmm. you you would be able mm-hmm. to eloquently speak about the black lives matter movement instantly mo, without mo P- i'm gonna break PR it down rate. i'm gonna break it down most i'm gonna break it down a little more simpler bro he comes from a family of lawyers so let's just put that out there Oh, whatever separate, it is. Se- separate, separate, separate of whatever, you know, structures, PR firms, all this other stuff. We believe, as men of faith, we've talked about it on this podcast. Yeah, everybody knows that we stand on that spectrum, right? Yeah, we are men of faith. We're Christians. Right. Yep. I am only aware of one man. His name was Saul, who had <laughs> that moment on the road to Damascus <laughs> that could have that much of a reconciliation in a moment. Bro, in, 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 in all of maybe 48 hours, That's in, in some, somewhere, somewhere, somewhere in, a, in the delta of 24 hours to 48 hours, this man had a whole reconciliation bro. that black lives wow. matter. Bro, I don't know man, that it happens coming, that quickly. Coming to Jesus moment, didn't he? Bro, first off, I want to say that that is some great theological um, comedy. Right, that number one. So uh, we go. We gonna go ahead and say that. That's that's number. One. That's great. That's great. All of all of my uh, Christian comedians. If y'all steal that, y'all have y'all could go ahead and take. That's that's a free gift from the Black Man Thing podcast. That's that's brilliant. What you just Straight said. Up. Number two, I'm looking at Drew Brees' um, Instagram account. Right, and you're right. It's just like now everything is. The last post is is something that says now is the time to lay opinions, bias, and affiliations aside while honestly seekingly tr- seeking truth and justice. Ben, um, come on, bro. Ben Watson, right? So I, Ben Watson is. Um, let me see what Ben Watson's paragraph said. He's a father of seven, elders of six, nomad of five, athlete of four, servant of three, son of two, husband of one. Uh, he is a black pastor from all that I can see. I don't really know Benjamin Watson personally, but I'm just looking at his tight Instagram end. account. Um, no, no, uh, I don't know if this is a tight. It don't possibly. I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, it I is. They okay, play together. Gotcha, yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, they play. I he played. Yeah, it's a tight end that played with him. Yep. Yeah, I see it. So, um, so here's the thing, right? All of a sudden, I mean, Drew Brees wrote a message to Donald Trump. I mean, it's just like, bro, you know what? Dog. Oh, no, that, that was it for me, bro. Like, when he responded to Donald Trump, I said, oh, Nick. I, I was like, bro, come on. Dog. Are you serious? It's like, look, I just, you know what? I just, mean, just but, but, make your statement. I think it's obvious. I think it's obvious at this point, man. I mean, look, once again, you know, you may be a man of God, Drew Brees, and I don't mean that in a literal faith sense. I just mean, 
I respect you as a human being because I do. I respect all my brothers and sisters. Period. But like, we don't believe you. You need more people. <laughs> you 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 came you came to full you came to full reconciliation in twenty four <laughs> to forty eight hours. <laughs> Right. You didn't say, I don't think you, I don't you, God you, do wonders, but you, come on. <laughs> you didn't say I was wrong and I'm learning and like let's 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 rock in that direction, right? You said black lives do matter and <laughs> equity and like you went up against the president of the United States. He in, laid in out a the whole, plan. <laughs> he laid out a whole plan. Like 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 it was like he was sitting in an NAACP meeting, or, or, or sitting with Bernice King or something, bro. He laid out a plan. Uh, what we, what we do know, what we do know is that he got a call from Al Sharpton. What we do know is that NAACP reached out. We do know National Urban League reached out. We do know. I mean, come on, man. Look, Drew Brees, you're catching you're catching all the heat you need right now because you need it. But actually, this is a proxy for all of you white individuals out here right now who need to see that as an example of what it is because the reality is there are so many that feel the same way that Drew Brees feels because they don't want to deal with the uncomfortable Mm. pain and the discomfort Mm. that comes with reconciliation of privilege, whiteness, how your neighbors, those that we would call brothers and sisters being those who are just in our general vicinity are living. Y'all got to face that. Y'all mm. need to understand. You got to eat that stuff. You got to eat it. Like, let it digest. You know how when you eat something spicy and it just burns and it just got to ride and there's like there's nothing you can do about it because it just has to run its course that's what this is about right now this mm, moment right now is like eating spicy food that's a great picture, this is bro. a spicy food moment right now it's burning it, it's hot uncomfortable i can't drink water i can't drink milk there is nothing that's going to let it you just got to you got to you got to take that on the chest right now but what it's happens like it all eating them hot like, wings <laughs> Uh, I, I you know see what you did that show where they eat them hot wings and Shaq was on there? Hot ones. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. like they, I think oh, they, yeah. they even had hot them on ones. TNT hot one ones. time. And, and they, yeah, shout out, like, shout nah. out to that show. That, shout out to that show, yeah, man. Look, hey, yo, had a black man think on that show. Hot, shout out. <laughs> yeah, had some of the best memes, memes ever. But, I, no, Chris, I'm man, listen, I'm with you because I am a firm believer that in moments like these, um, you know, like change is, is going to come, right? Like change, is, change happens, but change is going to require some work. It's going to require some breaking, some heartbreak, some embarrassment, um, some hard yep. lessons, right? Some hard truths. Um, some hard truths, bro. And, and none of these conversations can happen without that. Because guess what? America for too long has tried to hit the scapegoat version of it. Mm-hmm. You know, they scapegoated it in our history books. They scapegoated in what they feed us in the media. They scapegoated, you know, in terms of politics. They scapegoated. They scapegoat all over it. You know, they let cops off and scapegoat it. Like it's all. It, listen, America is getting a one hundred and one class of what it feels like to be black right now. 
like probably in some way well i would say this i'll just say this about our time i don't like comparing eras with this stuff because it never ended but the point is in our lifetime there's never been a moment more pivotal than what we're experiencing right now i don't know do y'all agree with that no i actually i i legitimately agree with that i mean i would i would y'all know where i stand on you know the election of barack obama obviously because i work for him and whatnot but that 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 was that that that's special for its own reason. We don't got to go there right now. Yeah. But as it relates to exactly what you said, Mo JD, we were all talking about this felt different. There was mm-hmm. something about this that just did not sit the way all of the other ones sat. I don't know if it's a combination of COVID, the fact that folks are restless, the folks that have been shut in, the fact that you know, we're, we're, we're less distracted. The fact that there's unemployment, the fact that there's socioeconomic strain, the fact that, I mean, and we are just going to put even more respect on it that we've already done. I mean, whatever the cast name, Derek Chauvin, 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 I don't even like, I don't want to, I don't want to air him. I don't want to give him no, but like you sat on a neck of a human. So like, let's, let's, let's like, yo, Black lives matter. Period. Period. There is no point human, blank. no human that can withstand the weight of a, another human on its neck, the carotid artery, the main vessel that carries blood to the brain for 9 minutes, nine right. almost mm. 9 full minutes uh. on a neck. <sighs> No, and we crazy, thought that bro. this was going to be the same. Nah, because like what what he did was what he did was, though, that's like that's like the person where it's like, all right. You know, to give a mouse a cookie. Right. And you, you know, giving it, you know, take give an inch, take a mile. What he did was he saw. How. All right. You know, we got the unfortunate Trayvon Martin situation. We got the Tamir Rice. We got the. Ahmaud Arbery recently. We got the Mike Browns. We got the Philando Castile. We got you see what I'm saying? The Brianna Taylor. Who who's who's the killers Sandra Blands. We see the situation and what he then realized is like this is what happens, right? When you don't have any level of retribution, when you don't have any level of punitive measures, when there is no all right, if I do this, I get like slapped on the wrist at the minimum. That's what you get. You get a you get someone that actively sits on the neck of a human because they're like, I'm good. That's what that is. Because like no cop is gonna go to that extent if they don't feel they're good. Right, right. No, that's a good point. What's gonna happen to me? That's, I mean, you know, and I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to diminish this. Y'all know that. And I want to be very clear for our listeners. I'm not trying to diminish this beyond what bad behavior, like for those, and and I would love for y'all actually not even in, in, you know, I don't want to divert this conversation into a conversation around children and and shout out to my wife because she always says, I love using examples of children because I just think it's an easy way to drive home a point, right? Like we know Generally speaking, if you allow for certain behavior to continue with children, that that becomes a habit. So then, and then, and then, what it then turns into is like a behavior, mm-hmm. and then what ends up happening post the behavior is like even worse. 
You see what I'm saying? Like, there's a reason why they say sociologically and from a psychological standpoint, if a child is showing signs of killing bugs and then animals, mm. yeah, you got you got a you got some problems mm. on your hand, you gotta, you gotta hand on hand, yeah. and you gotta you gotta you gotta lean in on that, right? Like, you gotta you gotta. I mean, like there that that is not a. There's no conjecture there. There's like legitimate data and research behind that, right? Like, you need to really yeah. focus on that child in a different way. And get some real intervention psychologically if they show that sign early on. Because right. what that does turn into later, in a lot of cases, is like legitimate murder, legitimate right. acts, of, acts of violence. So what I'm saying is, is that you have a system now where people in law enforcement know unequivocally that they generally get off the case. Like they get off. They don't, oh, okay, yeah, you know, media cycle, it's terrible. Everybody's like, oh, I hate da da da. But like, all said and done, grand grand jury is going to absolve me of any wrongdoing. All right, I'm going to sit on this neck for nine minutes. Because I know, I know, I know what I know as a black man. I know that, like, I see, see, that's the reverse. I know if I get pulled over, I can't move an inch because I know what's going to happen. Yeah, bro, and that's that's the the unfortunate um, reality that that we live in as as black men and um, police officers the same because police officers truly feel that they can get away and do anything they want to do, and there's there there won't be any you know consequences or repercussions, and the reality is there is a lot of work that has to be done, right? I mean. We could we could talk about this all all day long, bro. It's like, but but it's not gonna change until I okay. This is this is JD's personal opinion. It's not gonna change okay. until us as black people stop being so damn forgiving. Like it is oh, that come boy. come with it, man. Come with it, man. Listen, it's just you Ooh, know it, it's that open up a can, boy. It is what it is, bro. Like, and you know, we 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 all be on here and we talk about, you know, we're Christian and and, and we we get that and that, you know, turn the other cheek. You know, there's this joke, right? <laughs> you know, I, I try to tie stuff into comedy a lot because I like watching comedy. But Steve Harvey had a joke years ago. He did this special down in like um, I forgot the name of the special, but I believe he shot it in Augusta. He had on this yellow suit, and he was like, "Look, I might turn the other cheek." But when I come back around, you better not be there. You know what I'm saying? He, he swung and, <laughs> and, and like yeah. he was slapping the guy again. And, and that's the thing. That's the mentality that we got to have sometime, bro, because it's so much is being done to us as black, as black people. We're always so quick to be like, yeah, man, we're going to, it's, we'll it's, it's all good, man. We're going to, we're going to figure it out. We're going to, you know, we're going to work behind this, man. He ain't mean to do it. She ain't mean to do it. You know, it's just if you look at our history, bro, it's so much stuff that don't happen to us as black people. All we do mm-hmm. is just give them the benefit of the doubt. And it's like it's time for us to stop giving them the benefit of the doubt. Hold them accountable. So like when I see Shaq Hold them accountable. Yeah, when I see Shaq and, and um Charles Barkley, two people that I respect wholeheartedly from a from a, a athletic point of view. And and don't get me wrong, I like some of their, their commentary as well. But when they when they say things like that, it just it rubs me a certain way because it comes, in my opinion, from a place of we trying to be so forgiving. And it's like, look, 
I don't know Drew Brees personally, and maybe they maybe they know him personally. But when somebody says make a comment and then they double down on that comment, to me they had time to make the correction and they didn't. So it's like, Correct. why are you trying to make the world feel like, oh no, man, like they need to come together. Don't let the media break them up. Like, no, let the media do their job. Their job is to report the news, right? They reported two separate incidents, conversations where he first said something, and then the next one he doubled down on it was like, no, this is how I feel. No, don't come back with the apology now that your pockets are being affected. That's all it is. Yeah, like, I, you know, I don't like that. I don't like that at all, bro. Let me ask this. No, go ahead, Mo. My bad. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I mean, all right. So here, here, here's the dilemma that I do have, though. Uh, where the counter, I guess, is at what point do we understand that, all right, wherever you come in at is where you come in at, and there are those who are more informed, knowledgeable, well-meaning, and, and, and there's a spectrum there. So where do we say, on the other hand, okay, all right, so you're you're showing that you have genuine concern, perhaps. Let's just play mm-hmm. almost kind of like a devil advocate. And then we say, like, we'll use this opportunity to educate and inform. Like, where where does it fall on that spectrum as it relates to those who are listening and say, well, well, well why are we being so critical, right? Like, we just spent almost, you know, yeah, 29, maybe. 30 minutes, whatever, you know, coming down hard. On these individuals. Here's Where the thing, Chris. is it? Yeah. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. And everything that I just said about us being so damn forgiving, it's, oh, I'm going to say this and, and almost sound like a contradiction. It's okay to forgive. But sometimes we just got to let people sit in it for a second. They got to feel the heat. Yeah, mm. that's a fact. We don't, we don't allow okay. them to feel okay. the heat. We don't allow them to feel the heat, bro. Like we we jump yeah. on the we jump on the it's oh like it's okay. Out. It's like working out, like you said, huh? It's like that workout. Yeah. Like they say, it's that burn. It's, it's that burn, burn that get in you. Like I need yeah, you. I need you don't to have sit to be in a public it. display. There you go. There you go, Mo. It it, 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 it does have to be it does not have display. to be a it does not have to be a public display, dog. Like like there like like I'm and, and so I'm I'm still you know obviously we came into this conversation talking about the NFL and, and, and Drew Brees. And, and, you know, I'm thinking about all of his teammates and people that actually knew him personally. And, like, you know, you saw, like, videos from Malcolm Jenkins and, like, statements from, from you know, uh, the other receiver he got on the team. I can't, his, I can't recall his name off the top of my head right now. But these dudes were, were publicly, like, scarred by the statement, not only because they were black, but because they knew him. You know what I'm saying? Because they built their career with this guy. Because they had personal relationships, because they share a locker room with this dude. I get it. You know, there's a camaraderie around sports. There's a moment and and an intimacy that you can have with somebody, and and they can apologize deeply to a team, and it can come off in a certain way, and you can feel it, and there's a brotherly moment, yada, yada, yada. But from a public standpoint, especially from black people in a time like this, I don't need to hear you excoriating people for having emotion that is furious towards statements like that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, mm-hmm. and you mentioned Shaq and Chuck and, you know, and Charles Barkley. I mean, he often says controversial stuff. That's who he is. That's who we expect him to be. Um, 
But for him to say, like, I feel like it was an overreaction towards Drew Brees, nah, bro. Not right now. Like, nah. And I don't, need, I don't need to hear another black man say that right now either. And not that mm-hmm. we all have to agree on all the issues because we don't. We're Again, we're not a monolithic people. But you should not, like, like, granted, if you have a personal relationship with this person or if you are even on a certain, you know, financial status and you speak from a different place, you've got to understand what's happening in a place that's not like you. You know, and and I go back to what I said when I just started talking, like forgiveness does not have to be this public display. Right. Yeah. Everybody ain't on that space. Like everybody is not in a place where they're ready and willing to make amends publicly f- so that there's this kumbaya moment. Nah, bro. Like like change doesn't always happen in kumbaya moments. Most of the time it doesn't. Most of the times it happens with with some stuff rubbing up against each other, with some fires being started, mm. with some glass being broken, with something burning. Well, that's the notion. Whether, of, that's the notion of treaties. I mean, there there, there are exactly uh, there, there there are innumerable wars that have happened in this world. I'm not even going to keep this on the USA in the world. In the world that have happened because at the end of the day, it's just going to be a tit for tat. It's going to be we're going to go back and forth. People are going to keep dying. No one's going to win this. We understand that we need to just say, you know what, almost we agree to disagree, sign this so that we know that we're not going to be killing each other. And then in that point, there comes a little bit, a little bit of understanding and incrementalism ooh, in that I moment. Oh, I got to even I got I got I got another analogy for you. It's just like what I do with my children. If my if I have a child that is constantly making the same mistake where that mistake becomes intention. I am not going to continue to let him off the hook because he's not going to learn the lesson. He's going to learn to be manipulative. Mm. Granted, mm. white people, this white system in America has been manipulating black people from the beginning. Why would I give them an opportunity to continue doing that and to get even better at it, especially at a pivotal moment like this where the wow. shift is happening, where we have attention and now all of a sudden you want to give them another opportunity to go back home to feel like, hey, I got off the hook. I'm, sl- I'm, I'm, I'm slanted free. I guarantee you. And maybe, you know, because of this situation, Drew Brees seems like a very intelligent person. Obviously, he has to be to be one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. He probably won't ever make a mistake like this again. But what about the white people that just saw him get off? Like, what about them? And now and now all of a sudden they learn to be even more manipulative to, to play into black people's emotions. And, and what are we supposed to do? Are we su- just supposed to respond with this cuteness and this kumbaya moment? Or are we actually supposed to stand up for ourselves for once? Or we could take a knee with Kenshin no. Claw phone, though. What about that? Say it, say it again? I said, or we could take a knee with Kenshin Claw phone. Listen. Yo. All right. Hey, we, we got a lot of heat today, boy. Oh, Man, my God. He went there. Hey, hey what it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nancy Pelosi, Nancy. I man. love it. I love it. it. But you I know mean, what? To be, yeah, that's, to that, be that, fair, that bro, it ain't like just her though. We can't. We can't. Nah, just that's not, that's but but yeah. I guarantee you, that was a black person came up with that idea. That, that was, was. A, a deacon. You know, <laughs> y'all know, y'all know how I feel on it, man. Y'all know how I feel on it, man. Look, shout out to Nancy Pelosi. Shout out to Chuck <laughs> Schumer. Shout out to Clyburn. Shout out to Karen Bass. Shout out to. Yeah. Any and all, and everyone that was out there—it was just right? corny, like, though. Out, you know, I mean, it was—it was corny. Let's say I get like it. it is. It, I get it. Was corny. it. I, look, I don't disagree that <laughs> in 2020 
There are many. Halala, hala. Halala. Well, I thought the Talib was going to come on. I know y'all saw that, man. Oh, y'all were waiting on the Talib to come on, bro. I'm oh, my on God. It. Oh, my God. I was like, just to get by. I thought it was coming on. <laughs> Yo. Hey, bro, oh, like, for the record, sheesh. man, black Twitter is hilarious, bro. Like, you just got to give it to man. them. Black Twitter is hilarious. Black Twitter. Yeah, Yo. Man. I, I will say this, Absolutely. man. I will say this. I, I, mm. I get it. I, I really sincerely do. I, I sincerely understand where in 2020 there is there is there is real criticism and critique of approach. So I, I, I don't I don't diminish that. I don't take that away. I will say that for me, you know, because, you know, look, I worked on Capitol Hill and I I, I am someone who personally have I have been fortunate enough to be in a lot of institutions and environments that are not common. Excuse me to the to the average individual, particularly black individuals, in mass. We're not talking about that there aren't black people there. We're just talking about like common knowledge. So I get the significance and the symbolism of the 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 action. What I will say is that in those moments, I want us to reflect on institutionally how something like that does or does not fit within that institution. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> right, like, I know y'all would clown me if next time we have a homeboy check in in Atlanta whenever we can post-COVID, and I'm, like, swagged out in full dashiki, kente clothed out, <laughs> you know, got my, got, my, got, my, got my Jesus sandals on, oh. toes out, and, you know, like, I, I, you know, like, clearly, you know, come for me at that point. Because first off, yeah. okay, bro, like, did you have a Saul moment? Like, why? <laughs> what? <laughs> like, what is bro, going what on? Right? Like, right. what happened? Right? Like, but separate of that, of course, oh. that's, that's, duly, that's duly noted and expected. In a situation where there is an institution that I mean, and so let me let me break this down a little bit for our listeners. Right. I don't want to I'm not I am not patronizing those who get this. I'm only just kind of breaking it down from my perspective. This is Chris Overman talking here now. We're talking about the governmental institution of the United States of America. Mm-hmm. There is no higher government institution. We're talking about the U.S. Congress where yep. in 2020. The. Modus operandi is a suit and tie, a woman in a pantsuit and or a a a, a dress, mm-hmm. right? Like air quote professional European centric garb, mm-hmm. and individuals decided to rock kente cloth, you know, ma- mouth guard, you know, like mask stoles, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean, like dusters, the whole nine, and then kneel. Understanding in the backdrop that Trump and others have used the kneeling of the Colin Kaepernick and other situations like this to polarize America along the lines of, like, <clears throat> dividing us, right? Oh, you know, you're disrespecting our flag. This country, if you, don't, if, you, if you don't like this country, leave. Go somewhere else. I just felt like there was such a strong message being sent that was explicit that could not be ignored in that moment and that it was meant to be symbolic for the institution at which it took place. 
Now, mm. <clears throat> in 2020 and in social media with, and with black Twitter, does that junk look crazy? Of course it does. Like, absolutely it does. Because, like, bro, like, I've never even literally worn an, a kente cloth stole and or anything. I mean, you know, and, and sure, we can criticize if that's right or wrong or whatever, but I'm just saying, like, of course. But I guess for me, I'm all for, in the same sense, these very clear messages that send home a point that this is something we need to take serious and that we need to shine a light on this. Because at the end of the day, we talking about it right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Black Twitter definitely talked about it. Black Twitter yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean, you get what I'm saying? Like, like I, I've, I've seen a lot of social media interaction around that. And, and, and not like- for nothing... Then that doesn't that doesn't that count on some on some levels? No, I I, I give you that I give you that. I, and and granted, it was I, it, we all know it was corny, right? Like it came off, you know. To me, I mean, to me, it was it was it felt uninformed. Like, and not I'm not not speaking towards everybody in the room, but even just as a whole, it, it looked like another publicity stunt. Okay, Though, fair, fair. I hear I, I hear your point. That it is a pivotal, monumental moment that marks, you know, a, a shift. It marks a change. It marks a statement. It's, it's definitely a message to Trump, um, you know. But I just, I mean, what I guess, I guess, in a time like this, it's just hard to draw the line. Like it's hard to say, or, or to, to even be able to like figure out who's being genuine about what they're saying. And sometimes you can hear that in the message, but sometimes the message doesn't match what these companies are actually doing. You know, mm, I mean, there's yeah. there's there's information, you know, with with companies, you know, where they come out with this incredible statement of diversity and inclusion and and they feel like, you know, um, you know, they're standing with, you know, the oppressed and so on and so forth. You know, but they are also the or let me say it like this, like the NAACP also rates them like with a, with terrible grades you know, for where they give their money, you know, where they donate funds to in terms of supporting uh, congressmen or, or, you know, you know, people who are, are, are you know, trying to get a, a position in office and, and where they're donating their funds to. And yeah, typically right, that's probably yeah. with the CEO or, or some of their board members or whatever. But my point is, as black people during times like these, we, we A, can't be blinded by the immediate statements without challenging now, now that we have this statement, now that this is what you have officially put out as your statement, then let's see if you, let's put your money where your mouth is basically. Yes. You know, that part. both, yes. both literally and figuratively, like literally put your money where your mouth is, you know, what are you giving to? Are you giving to voter suppression? Are you giving to, uh, you know, uh, police, you know, re- reform? Are you, are you, what do you, what causes are you giving to? Are you giving to prison reform, you know, or are you literally putting your money where your mouth is and are you hiring more of us in, 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 uh, leadership positions? You know, are you taking a look across your company's, um, you know, scenarios and situations that have come from your HR department about discrimination, you know, like, Put your money where your mouth is. And that's where we, like J.D. said, have to stop letting people off the hook so quick and start challenging them to shift and to truly shift and to and judging that shift over a long period of time, not just a moment. So honestly, for me, I don't need to hear from Shaq or Chuck that, hey, 
you know, we, we, you know, we need to let so-and-so off the hook. No, I might do that on my own time and that's okay. And I might have already done that, but I don't necessarily need to vocalize that in the moment because right now they need to learn the lesson right now. America, the world needs to learn the lesson. The lesson is not going to be easy to learn because it took 400 years to create the scenario that caused them to need to learn a lesson. Hmm. You you sound mm. like um let that sink in. You Yo, sound like what's my man name like over there? No no no. Before we get to that, I'm I'm trying to make the, get these jokes. So Marlon sound like um what's what's my dude over there who got the the, the school that people talking about? He still ain't paid for yet. Y'all know the black guy I'm talking about, man. What's his name? You said the school. Don't nobody know his name. I don't know that. <laughs> Man, y'all ain't gonna help me get my joke off tonight. Y'all ain't right. Whatever. <laughs> I'm gonna say I, this. No, I'm, I'm sitting here. We gonna we gonna let you live in it. We gonna let you live in that moment and 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 learn the lesson. You need to learn the lesson that you, <laughs> you gotta land the joke the right way. Cause like, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that was effective. It it was still effective because I got y'all to laugh. Y'all was so serious and so tense just then talking. And honestly, <laughs> the truth of the matter is, no matter how you want to look at it, seeing Nancy Pelosi and all the rest of them names that Chris know that I don't know had on Kenty Clough and they took a knee. They basically were trying to tie in George Floyd, uh, Kaepernick, the NFL, all of this stuff in one statement. That's, oh, that's at and, one time. At one time. And I'm like, that's, to me, that's the reason why I saw it was like, mm, no, y'all, y'all, that's off because it's like, these are two separate things. Now y'all trying to time in it and, and do a blanket statement at one time. It's like, no, you got to do better. So they Same PR. Thing with the police at the yeah. protests that are, that are kneeling with protesters. Yeah. Man. I get it. That's cool. I'm glad y'all are making a statement. I'm glad y'all are willing to speak up and all that stuff. But honestly, some of these same police forces, not all of them, some of these same police forces that were kneeling were 60 minutes later firing off tear gas into the crowd. Mm, That's my up. point. I get that. No, I, I respect that, actually. And I, I for me, um, this, I mean, look, this is this is, this stuff is not black and white. Uh, <laughs> although yeah, it needs correct. to be sometimes, you know, in terms of, <laughs> right. uh, hey, see what I did? No, but honestly, I think, I get it. I know that these are not easy issues to reconcile and what I want to say, and this is not a black thought at all, J.D., I'm going to let you ride with that, but I will just at least say this. While we might have gone in today uh, on, this, on this recording, for all of our white listeners and those who fall outside of the black spectrum, I still need for you to honestly let it ride. Because there, there are many of you who will hear this and you'll get dismayed, you'll get discouraged, and you'll be like, Dispensive. well, there's nothing, there's nothing that I can do anyway. And get, like you said, yes, defensive. Like, it, the, you know, the, the general way, like, oh, well, they, they, you know, they're upset and I can't. And or you may feel very much like, all right, well, I don't want to cause any uh, discomfort and, and, and misstep. No, like, Whatever that is for you, like whether foot in mouth, whether wrong statement, whether mm. it's uncomfortable, whether mm. there's discomfort, whether there is that awkward moment, that's what you got to ride with. 
that's what you. I mean, you just you just got to go there because we're never gonna get where we need to be if you you all aren't gonna put yourself in that position. And it's gonna be different for every one of you all. You may catch a Chris Upperman, who I'm very diplomatic and understanding, and quite honestly, I'm like I get it because like we all come from different backgrounds. But you definitely might get another homie who's just like angry and militant, and they like yeah. nope f that <laughs> like. Yeah, and yeah. and I need for you to know that that actually is the black experience. Mm. You're not gonna always catch the Chris Upperman, the Marlins, the JDs, and some of our other homeboys. You gonna catch some people who are just like, nope, I don't want to hear from you right now. I don't need. I don't rock with nothing you're saying. Nothing you say to me is gonna be whatever, and that's just what it is. <laughs> I mean, it, it's just that simple. So, yeah, I, you know, no, I feel you, bro. Hey, yeah, that's that's it. <laughs> yeah. No, I feel you. I feel well, you one hundred percent. I feel you one hundred percent, man. Look, the black thought for this evening, man, is is simple. Don't let these folks off the hook. Stop being so damn forgiving, mm-hmm. man. Like, all you got to do is very simple. If someone apologize. That's cool. Forgive them in your heart, but let them feel this pressure in these streets and in these tweets. That's it. Mm. It's okay. Let it's them okay. feel this That's pressure in these That's tweets and in these streets. Yeah. Come on, JD. Come on. Say 100%, that one more time, bro. Forgive them in your hearts. Let them feel the pressure in the streets and in these tweets. That's it. This is the Black Man Think Podcast. We thank y'all for listening. For y'all that's been sharing with people, we, we appreciate it. Thank you. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review. We read these reviews on our Black Afterthoughts. And speaking of our Black Afterthought, make sure y'all subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, some people say, like, what, y'all, what do y'all look like? You can see what we look like on, the, on our YouTube channel when we do our Black Afterthoughts. Go there. Check it out. We sum up the episodes and just have a little chit-chat afterwards uh, just to kind of debrief sort of speak uh the, the past episode so yeah man that's that's us that's what we are man thank y'all for listening black man think podcast the black, black men think, think podcast, podcast.